All right. And uh, you are listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. My name is Aaron Rhodes. We're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 Intrust in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show is Alexander Preston. How you doing? That's good. I'm good, man. How are you? Couldn't, couldn't be better. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe. Who knows? So I've been, we've, I think I've been following your music really since 2015 or 16 ish. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out ex- exactly when it would have been because I did remember listening to your first EP magic and that came out in 2015, but maybe I didn't find it until like slightly later on. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, that came out. Uh, that came out twenty fifteen. I remember putting that on SoundCloud in twenty fifteen. So, yeah. Oh yeah. So it might have either been like I might have just found it through like local SoundCloud like links and stuff, or after I may have heard some Zarin Michael music, I would have like yeah. gone back and found it. But yeah. Um. You so you put out that instrumental EP in two thousand fifteen, and then Rogue in two thousand sixteen. Yes. Um, those are both all instrumentals that you produced. Um, so I was wondering if, okay, so you have your new project, Ultragrade, that just came out. Um, did, did, did you kind of purposely take time in between um, y- your own projects? Like, like did, did you mean to like spread them out so far? Uh, not necessarily. Um, Ultra grade, honestly, was an idea I came up with back in about, I want to say like late 2018. Um, I had kind of always kind of flirted around with the idea of, you know, writing my own songs and, and rapping. Um, and I had some beats at the time that I feel like didn't really fit anybody, or at least the people that I thought would fit, I couldn't get to at the time. Um, so like in between all that time, like I, I was producing for other people, you know, I worked closely with Zarin. Um, I met Aaron and Aaron Alexander in uh, 2017. Um, and I started to work closely with him as well. But um, I kind of kept getting pulled from like, you know, different directions and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this, this project honestly came about in about 2018. And it just took a while for it to come to fruition. It wasn't anything intentional or anything like that. Yeah, and I know you you probably feel that you've um like the quality of your songs has improved gradually since twenty fifteen. But I was wondering if you feel like um like what, what you feel like the the biggest like kind of artistic like evolution you've gone through um in the times like between the, the first two EPs and at this point. Um I feel like as a producer, um, early on, like around 2014, 2015, that's kind of when I started making like rap beats and everything. Um, but between then and now, I think I've really improved on kind of like layering and creating like actual soundscapes with my beats. Mm. I feel like initially there was kind of always that hint of that, but it wasn't always like flesh through um whether it was like working with somebody else or just like making instrumentals but 
Um, that's actually one thing that I really strive to do with this. Um, like you heard it like on like the very first track, Made of Gold. Um, like it, it, it just sounds like a movie and I kind of wanted to do that with this project. Yeah, do, do you hope to do a like film soundtrack at some point? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, that's, that's one of my goals for sure. Oh yeah, and um, this is, like you mentioned, this is also your first project where you're contributing vocals to it. Um, yeah. What, what led to the decision of you uh, doing that on this project? Uh, like I said, um, at the time, like when I first, because uh, originally this was going to be like an instrumental type of thing, um, but at the time I was making beats that didn't really sound like anything. Um, but like the people I wanted to get on the beats, um, I didn't have like direct contact to like at the time. Um, so I just thought, you know, why not just try, you know, like I always kind of like written songs and everything like that. And I've kind of just done it for fun, but, um, yeah, it was a challenge, but I like challenges. So, yeah. Hey, where, where did you kind of find your, like, do, do you, is there any like source of, inspiration you found specifically for when you're doing your songwriting as opposed to just building the instrumentals and stuff uh i don't know like i a lot of the time like when i was even like crafting like the instrumentals uh for this um and just like kind of sitting down and, and coming up with ideas and flows and everything like i i had like just 80s themed like shit like on in like the background like like Knight Rider and uh like Akira like I I would just like have just imagery like 80s imagery and like futuristic imagery um and that kind of like led me towards this kind of like cyberpunk um synthy pop uh like maximalist kind of like sound that I I put forth on this project so no oh, yeah I was gonna say because the 80s do have kind of just I don't know how to best describe it, but just everything was like as big as it could be in a lot of ways. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly, exactly. No, yeah, and you've always like the the stuff you produced. I think has always been like very ambitious and like kind of like like an it, you know because I I don't I think it's kind of safe to assume that like Kanye, Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, those are pretty solid influences of yours at least at some point. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all making kind rap music that, you know, making beats, so most definitely. Yeah, no, and they're all making kind of like what you could probably call at some point like arena rap. So that yeah, kind of like makes sense that you're type, you know, hmm. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was looking for. Just like broad stadium status type. So are, were you into the Kid Sea Ghost project? I, I, I don't know if you're a fan of that or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like a... Out of all, because, um, you know, Kanye had that, like, you know, five-album run where he was, like, producing, like, five albums in a row. Yeah. Um, that was that and Daytona were my two favorites, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, Daytona was really great. I mean... Yeah, I still listen to that. 2018 was a crazy year for music. Um, so, yeah, the only um, other vocal feature on Ultra Grade is Talon. Yeah, and, yeah um, I, I don't really know all that much 
about him. I know he's kind of just been involved with all the kind of fearless crew for a, a moment now. Um, how did you first meet him and what, what do you think made him um, a good fit for that track? Uh, Tolan, I met through, um, you know, the Ignit art guys. So Aaron Alexander, uh, B. Will, who goes by odds now, um, Eric Rice. Um, they all went to school together. They all went to Sumner. So um, I, I remember meeting them, well, meeting Tolan um, at the lofts. Like, we all had, like, a loft we used to go to um, in the crossroads. Um, and it just used to be a place just to kick it. Um, we used to, like, make music there, come up with ideas, all that. It just turned into, like, the fearless, ignorant loft. So um, I remember initially meeting him there. Um, he always had like a sound. It was just like, it was so unconventional and that's what I like. Um, it's funny because the beat for Feel, I made back in uh, early 2019 and I initially sent it to him. Um, and then he sent some shit back that was just like, you know, it was kind of like a verse and hook that, that was like uh, the basis of the song. And then I was like, yo, like, I got to have this for, like, my own project. Like, this sounds too crazy. Um, and I don't know. It was just a match made in heaven. Like, we work, we work really well together. Awesome. And um, sorry. Uh, no, you're good. No, yeah. Um, is there anything, like, we, we were just kind of talking about, like, the uh, kind of maximalist like 80s synth nature of um, some of your production. But I was wondering if there was anything in specific that you think draws you to that kind of sound because like, like it is kind of like this like sci-fi futuristic type thing. And I know you do also have, you, you kind of started producing with like electronic music. So do you think yeah. that kind of like maximalist nature comes from like some of the, some of that stuff. Oh, for sure. Um, like I, I, like you said, I got my start making EDM, like house music and hard style music specifically. Um, and both of those genres, you know, it's, it's kind of party music, you know, dance music. So um, I, I definitely, kind of take bits and pieces from that. Um, both are kind of just like in your face, like very maximal, I guess you could say. Um, they're just to the extreme, but um, yeah, I, I, I definitely got, um, I guess, that from my EDM side. I still tap into that from time to time, so. Is there, like, do you, do you end up like having like any sorts of like phases where you're, you're listening to that like again or like kind of digging back into it or is is there like new stuff in those genres that you're following right now ah uh, man not not really house kind of um but hard style like that shit is just like it's kind of hard on the ears like i gotta be in like the mood to listen to that mm. um nowadays at least um but i definitely i definitely listen to house most definitely like kate Trinata and like uh like that, that's one of my favorite like producers honestly kate Trinata. Yeah, but nice. Um, yeah, house is definitely more accessible and 
yeah, I kind of, I still listen to that from time to time. Mm. So another thing I wanted to discuss was that, you know, 2015, 2016, SoundCloud is like a pretty huge force in like new hip hop and everything. So um, I don't know. And I feel like you kind of had a niche or like a small kind of community of other artists that you fit in pretty well with on there because like, I know you've collaborated with like Ryan Jacob and uh, is it Bijan Amir? Yeah. 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 And, um, and they, and then, and then there's like Lil West, you have that one song with Indica and Lil West and you've done stuff yeah. with Killy and Dax. And I don't know, I feel like it is like this kind of circle of people that you fit in pretty well with on there. So I wonder if like, um, I don't know, how do you see where, where if at all, like SoundCloud fits into um, hip hop in 2020 or just kind of like how you feel about it then versus now? Uh, I don't know. Like, like back then, um, honestly, SoundCloud was just another outlet for me to showcase my music. I didn't really delve too much into it. Um, I feel like, like going back now, I listen to like some of the stuff on SoundCloud. Like right now, I don't really follow anybody. But um, like when I did, um, it's kind of like its own niche in itself. Um, there's like a lot of... Um, I guess you could say like emo rap, like like pop punk slash like rap. I know like Lil Aaron, I remember hearing about him like way back when. Um, and there are a couple of other guys I remember hearing way back when that are kind of like big now um, that have kind of like just taken off just from that little niche. So um, I don't know. I, I feel like it was kind of like a wave, um, but I don't know. It was just really cool to just see you know, the progression that some people have made coming from SoundCloud, like, you know, like Playboy Cardi and like Lil Uzi, Chance the Rapper even started on SoundCloud and just to see like where they are now, it's kind of crazy. So. Yep. And um, so you, you've been pretty solidly busy this year with um, at least stuff that's been coming out, like local placements that you've had. So yeah, there was... You did 2L, Clouds, Outside Part 2, and Playboy's Prayer on the Aaron Alexander album, Kush Love Effect. Yep. Um, and so were, were, were these, were some of these, like, some of the first music you'd worked on with him? Like, I'm, I'm guessing, like, were there, like, singles? Was, was, did you work on anything from uh, Memento Mori? No, no. It, it's funny because... Um... Uh, Aaron actually had like a little, it's kind of like a live performance to kind of showcase Memento Mori. Um, and that's actually when I met him for the first time. Okay. So um, after that, like me, him, uh, Odds, uh, Eric Rice, like we all kind of like kept in contact from there. And um, when it was time to work on the next project, they kind of like called me up and um, we kind of just, you know, zoned in on that. So, yeah. Was that the the little show they had at the recording studio, like in the Crossroads? Uh, yeah, it was in the Crossroads. Uh, I don't know what it is now. It's not like a thing anymore. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. I think it was called Creative Minds. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was way back then. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a cool evening too. Yeah, I think that was twenty eighteen. Yeah, sounds right. Um, yeah how how do you think like your kind of creative relationship with Aaron has changed since you first started working with him? Like, what do you think makes you guys a good pair? Uh, I I think he he just gets it. Like, we both just get it. Like. We strive to just create um, really, really good music. Uh, we, we just want to create songs that just feel good, um, just to us personally. Like if anybody else likes it, it's a bonus, but um, he's really easy to work with and he knows like what he wants to do. So um, I'm actually working a lot with him right now. Um, I don't want to delve too much into that, but we've got a lot of stuff coming on the way. So yeah. Oh yeah, and but Kushlov effect it said it said volume one on there, so maybe we can assume a volume two. Who's to say? Maybe who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and then um, you had one song that was on the newest Southside Dame project. Uh, Pretty girls listen to Dame. Yeah, the title track. Yeah, yeah, the title track. Um, did you? I'm assuming you just kind of he he was he's done like shows with like Zarin and Aaron and I'm assuming you kind of just met him through that whole crew again. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was on the bill for Fuse Two, um, which I believe was May of last year, and um, he came through to the loft uh, just to do like a sound check, and that's when I first met him. Um, we didn't really keep in contact. Like we had meant to, you know, link up and like work, but it didn't really happen until, until this year. So yeah, um, the Pretty Girls Listen to Dame, that that beat actually made, um, like he wasn't like around me. Like when I made it, I just made it at the crib. Um, and uh, my boy Ghost, um, sent like a pack to him. Like he, he felt that that particular beat like Dane would just like slide on and he, he killed it. So yeah, from there, um, we've been keeping in contact and he's another guy that I'm working closely with right now. We got a lot of stuff on the way. Yeah, and you said you didn't like, you, that was a song that you made um, when you weren't hanging out with him. Like, is that what you usually kind of prefer? You usually want to like have a session with uh, people you're working with and kind of better connect that way? I don't know. Like it kind of, it kind of varies for me. Like, I don't know. It's like an energy type of thing. Like if I, like if we connect like on an energy like level, um, I feel like we can most definitely like lock in and, and get some, get some music done. Um, I honestly prefer um, just making beats like alone, but um I think it's also really good to just lock in with the artist like face to face. It's always really good. So yeah. Oh yeah, and Dame Dame's also someone I've been following for at least like three or four years. And at first I wouldn't have figured that I think that you two would like have a because I don't know, I think your your styles are a little bit different, but I think you're both versatile enough to like be able to meet the other because no yeah i you know i think zarin has always kind of uh enjoyed rapping on the kind of like you know on your style of production it's kind of like 
a little a little futuristic, a little synthy, and all that. But yeah. I think Dame's style has been a little more like traditional, like pop rap R and B type stuff. Like, so were were you worried that you may not um, work well together, or like did you like I don't know how long have you been following him too? Like, did you think it would be kind of weird? Not really, not really, um, because like my style is kind of changing too, um, and I'm able to kind of meet artists halfway. Um, before, like when I started, because um, like I've I've only been making beats for real for like I want to say like five years for real. Um, but around the time when I started, it was a little difficult because I only kind of knew like one style, um, and I didn't know how to, you know, kind of like put like my ideas on canvas properly. Um, but with Dame, I don't know, it, it's like with the stuff that we're making right now, it's it's easy, like we're building chemistry right now. So um, it's, it's kind of easy. We were, we're able to kind of meet each other halfway and I, I know what he likes. He knows like what I'm capable of doing. So nothing's ever too difficult. Huh. Yeah, and you also had two songs on Zarin's Foreign Boy Project. Uh, you had Faith and HBK, I think. Yeah, HBK. Um, I don't know. Do, does any does this set of songs feel different at all to you than any of the past work you've done together? Considering how long your creative relationship's been. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, the, it's funny because the the faith song like I sent him that beat that's a beat I've had since 20 early 2017 and um, like he's had it and he's always wanted to just write to it um, but like when he was working on foreign boy like it kind of just came to him just like off rip so um, with HBK I kind of feel like that's a little bit more accessible sound because I feel like a lot of the stuff I make is kind of like hard hitting. Um, but I'm kind of, I don't want to say dumbing it down, but I'm just like letting the artist more so do what he needs to do or he or she needs to do on the beat more so than kind of just, you know, I don't know how to say it, like kind of like be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm coming. To, I'm kind of like dumbing it down just a little bit, um, and just giving the artists like a little bit more room to breathe. Yeah. Um, so it just feels different to me. No, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, dumbing it down every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's no, just yeah. like I feel like a lot of the beats I used to make were kind of. They were like, it was like I was making beats to impress other producers, and I never really wanted to do that in the first place. Mm. But I kind of like started to morph into that. But now I'm, I'm definitely making beats um, like with the artists in mind first and foremost. Yeah. And it's been working out, you know, with Aaron and, and Zarin and Dane. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so maybe it's like, I mean, dumb it down for, for those who follow the conversation, that makes sense. But maybe maybe less is more is, is maybe a, yeah, a better way exactly. to say it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, you, and, and so I know like you were always around for like the few shows and stuff and you'll occasionally 
have done like a DJ set or a producer set here and there. But yeah. like for the most part, you were kind of like, I don't know, I didn't see you out all the time. So yeah, I, I can't go. imagine the, the pandemic has <laughs> like completely screwed with your thing. You're kind of just doing your thing still. Uh, bro, like outside is closed, bro. Like I don't go outside. <laughs> so it's like, this is, this is perfect for me. Like back when like we were in like full lockdown, like, mm-hmm. I was, I was, that was perfect. So, um, I don't know, like all I really do is I, I work, whether it be going to work or making beats, um, writing ideas here and there. Um, like I really wanted to get this project out. Um, cause I've, I've just had it, you know, just kind of like tucked away, uh, for a while. So, um, I'm really glad I did that. Um, yeah, I, I, I like a long time, bro. Like, <laughs> Do, do, do you wish you could have done like a release show for it? Yeah, um, yeah, but I, I don't know, bro. It's the times. Like, I, I honestly wouldn't feel safe doing something like that. Yeah, just with the virus and everything. So, um, so there's the the music video for "Feel" the song with uh, Tolan. Um, it, do you? see any like other music videos happening with the project or any other type of like rollout or content from it or are you kind of just moving on to the next thing already uh i, I want to do a video for uh made of gold um that's the the intro song on there um i've got i've got like a little like a video uh planned as well uh for as far as like the rollout goes, uh, that'll come out like within the next week or two. Um, but honestly, I'm I'm kind of moving on. I just want to, you know, move on because I've I've had like I said I've had these songs for quite a while and like just listen to them over and over again. Like it's it's painful, you yeah. know. Like I kind of get tired of them, so I just want to move on and create something even better. Yeah, I think like until you've done. Um... Like, I don't know if, if, you know, people listening or watching, like, don't make their own music or, like, are friends with anyone that do. I think they, some, some people may not realize that, like, by the time a project comes out, there's yeah. a very good chance the artist is, like, sick of those songs and, like, does not even want to, like, play them or talk about them or whatever, so. Literally. Like I remember, I remember watching like an interview. Uh, Tom York from Radiohead. He was talking about uh, the song "Creep," and like uh, he was like that song. Like they worked on that song for quite a while, um, and that song ended up being like one of their biggest hits. And he's like, he he's just completely tired of performing that song. He's completely tired. Like he just hates it. So like I'm like, God damn! Like the guy that finally, like the guy that understands, like is the same shit I'm going through. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you've you've always kind of had an interest in, like I, I remember we we talked about a lot of like '90s punk music, like '80s and '90s punk, and like pop punk yeah. and stuff. Is is there anything that's that's come out recently, like punk or indie wise, that's like really caught your? I'm interested in what what uh, like kind of non hip hop stuff you're into right now. Uh, man, I'm still listening to. The 1975's album that they came out with. Okay. Um, the album's crazy. Um, I can't remember if they came out with it late last year or if it was earlier this year. I don't Is know. It this the, 
notes on a conditional form. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, what that what one. do you like about that album? It just makes me feel good. <laughs> I don't know how to how to put it, man. Like, it's just good music. Like sonically, it just sounds really good. Um, there's not much else I'm really listening to. Like, I've really been zoned in on Ultragrade and um, like the stuff I'm working with Aaron on and, and Dane, honestly, and just like continue to try to like crank out beats for like. Mm bigger artists too so um, oh yeah i know i know you've had uh a few op- opportunities to like contribute uh tracks to some pretty well-known artists so ho- hopefully they they make their way in there soon let, let's hope so man but I'm, I'm not i'm not banking on too much like that's that's just the game honestly yeah like as long as, as long as like um I'm in the conversations with some of these people and, or I'm in these, like, I'm in contact with some of these A&Rs, like, that's, that's cool, but I'm not really banking on that. No, and I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, your, your, your stuff is, is quite worthy of uh, that kind of thing. So I, I feel like, you know, if you keep pushing, it's only a matter of time, really. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, in due time, in due time. Um, yeah, is there anything um, that you wanted um, to plug besides uh, the project and your socials and stuff, or do you want to just send people there? Um, I appreciate everybody supporting me. Um, I, I really didn't think that um, a lot of people would like fuck with it the way they fuck with it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've always thought my sound is kind of different. Um, I just wasn't sure if everybody else would understand it. Um, this was like my first project, like doing anything vocally. So um, like personally, I'm proud of myself for doing that. Um, and I just really appreciate everybody checking out the music. Um, I'm, I'm working with a lot of people from the city, um, kind of branching out a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, a lot more to come. A lot more to come. I'm I'm really zoned in right now. So awesome. Yeah. So the project is on all the streaming platforms. Ultragrade, Alexander Preston. Yes, uh, sir. You are at World of Preston on everything. On everything. On everything. My website is worldofpreston.online. Um, you need beats? Just hit up the email there. Um. Yeah, you can find my production credits on there as well. Um, any other questions you guys got for me, just send an email through there. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, people can follow at Shuttlecock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The web store is shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com. We got t-shirts, photo zines, and buttons. Um, I think that's it. I That's every time I record these like for the last several months like i have to like that that one bit at the end is where i usually say oh here's the show that we have booked coming up come to the show (laughs) and now i'm like wait there's something else to say wait oh there's no shows shit Um, (laughs) but yeah thank you for being on the show today it's it's about time we had you and i'm sure you'll you'll be back at some point we'll have another great project to discuss Of course, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Of course.